the y'all show is back and bigger and better than ever welcome in it's the wednesday edition of the all southern program i'm john rawl so good to have you back here y'all we're gonna have a great time today we're gonna talk some country music with precious harris in hour two what's going on in nashville what's going on in nashville where this week uh, it's more than just music going on in music city it's the nfl draft more than 300,000 souls expected to descend upon downtown Nashville in the next couple of days. And yours truly will not be one of them. And perhaps you're heading that way. And if you are, please have a great time, but please be safe. Nashville's a, a big town, but it's not that big. I'm not sure how well it's going to do with 300,000 people floating around for a couple of days. Maybe they'll get a lot of money flowing into Nashville this week and Maybe we'll all benefit, but we'll have a report on country music and more with Precious in Hour 2. We've got hashtag Hullabaloo coming up in Hour 2. In this hour of the Y'all Show, in addition to headlines that we're about to tell you about, our friend Jonathan Leifheit will be stopping by in just a few minutes with all things ACC. Hey, the ACC's got new champions in men's and women's golf and a little bit of a surprise on that women's golf championship in the Atlantic Coast Conference. We'll tell you about that in just a few minutes. Plus, Mark Rick, he's in the news. He's going to be a part of the ACC's network, the television network that's going to be a rival to the SEC network. And I'm going to get Jonathan's take on Mark Rick, former Georgia, former Miami football coach in the broadcast booth for the ACC network. So all of that coming up. Plus, I'm going to talk to him a little bit about this story I found on CBS Sports about why it could be a lot more financially, just more a good thing for the top 100 teams in college sports to break away from the NCAA. <laughs> I want to talk to him about that. And that ties in nicely with the ACC network. We'll have all that with Jonathan later this hour. You don't want to miss it. If you want to catch us here on the Y'all Show, our number is 803-816-1170. That's the number you can call 24-7. We are standing by for your call. We're standing by for your text, 803 816 1170 and in addition to being on our website y'all.com you can get archives and podcasts of this show at the tune in radio app also on iheart radio the iheart radio app which is a free download so is tune in radio you can get our show there plus we're on apple itunes podcast a little purple icon if you've got an iphone or an ipad so many convenient ways for you to catch the y'all show and oh yeah by the way we're also at y'all.com where you can go learn not only the great stories that are on y'all.com, and we've got some doozies right now that you've got to check out. Plus, like us on Facebook. We have the y'all.com Facebook page that we're growing, 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 growing. And uh, our show is put out there every day. And I do that. I put the posting on there, and I usually find some cute images to go along with that. So if nothing else, if you need that little reminder that we're out there and you can listen to it at your own, uh, you know, whenever you want to, Go to y'all.com on Facebook and like us and join our fun on that particular social media platform. Looking at the headlines from Cross Dixie, starting out on this Wednesday edition, voter turnout in the Sunshine State in 2018 was big. And you want to take a guess why? Why do you think Florida had an increase in voters where a lot of states did not see any kind of increase? Well, that was because, according to the U.S. Census Bureau figures released on Tuesday, Florida had an increase in ballot casting by young voters and Hispanics. 
And even though Florida, of course, in 2016 helped elect Donald Trump, it went red. In 2018, in the midterm election, a lot of Republican seats were lost to Democrats nationwide, but also in the state of Florida. Now, I will point out, of course, in Florida, you did have Rick Scott won in the Senate seat and Ron DeSantis won the governor's chair in Florida. So Republicans did do okay in some cases. Nationwide, more than 53% of voting age citizens cast ballots, the highest rate in four decades. This is in the 2018 midterm election. And the lowest turnout was back in 2014. But in Florida, voting age citizens between 18 and 24, the number went from 17.6% in the last midterm election, 2014. It almost doubled. It was 30% of 18 to 24 year olds voting in the 2018 midterms now that's a good story now that's probably not the news republicans want to hear because usually i say that um it's pretty well it's pretty much understood usually young people vote democrat usually and but hey even if they're voting democrat isn't it a good thing that people are voting we've got too many knuckleheads in this country that don't vote for anything they totally ignore elections Now, some of those people are even more knuckleheads because they complain about things. And you really shouldn't complain if you don't even participate in the process. That's that should be a law. You should be kicked and uh, maybe put in exile if you don't vote and you're out there complaining about things. Of course, that's your right. You don't have to vote. There's no rule that says you have to vote. But they ought to make it a rule. If you're going to complain, then you need to at least be voting. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, my preacher the preacher here talking to you here on today's y'all show they laid the good book down the youth of florida when they went and voted in the 2018 midterm election also a lot of hispanics voting in the 2018 election now some business news for you this comes from kansas city in missouri henry block who helped found h&r block he died on tuesday at the age of 96 died of natural causes at St. Luke's Hospice in Kansas City. He founded H&R Block back in 1955 in the city with his brother alongside, and it was founded to take advantage of the vacuum left as the IRS stopped providing free income tax return service. And he died, his brother, in 2004. And Henry Block retired as H&R Block's chief executive officer back in 1992, and he retired as the chairman of the board in 2000, so hadn't really been too involved with it in a long time. Mr. Block flew 32 combat missions over Germany as a navigator in World War II and, again, was a native of Kansas City, and that's kind of where H&R Block gets its heritage from and where it started and and where Mr. Block continued to live. Now, I will tell you, if you're looking for him, if you want to Google Henry Block, his name is actually spelled different than the name of his company. The name of the company is H&R Block, like a block, a piece of wood. But Mr. Block's actual last name is spelled B-L-O-C-H. And he died on Tuesday at the age of 96 in Kansas City, Missouri. Back to the Sunshine State, the Supreme Court there in Florida has ruled against the Parkland Sheriff as Governor Ron DeSantis agreed with the high court that he was within his authority to suspend Scott Israel as Broward County Sheriff earlier this year. And so Florida Supreme Court justices noted that under the Florida Constitution, the state Senate is responsible for deciding whether the removal should be permanent. Again, the Supreme Court in Tallahassee ruled against Sheriff Israel, who fought his removal from office after the governor claimed he failed to prevent last year's Parkland school shooting. Now, Senate leaders decided to first let the case go through the courts, 
and Governor DeSantis said Israel displayed poor leadership and failed to keep students safe during that awful February 2018 shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in South Florida. And that shooting, of course, left 17 people dead, mostly students there in that area of Florida. But the Supreme Court now ruling against Sheriff Israel of Broward County. More Florida news. A man in Florida serving 23 years in prison is now back in custody. Get this. He's back in custody because he should have never been let out of custody. It was an accidental release. And this man had been convicted criminal for 29 years. Cedric Gant. His freedom stemmed from a paperwork mix-up, you think? And when he was transferred from the Lake County Jail to the Brevard County Jail to face sentencing for several misdemeanor charges... And he walked out of prison last week and enjoyed four days of freedom before turning himself into the U.S. Marshals on Monday. Well, that's a that's a good thing that he showed back up and said, hey, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be out here. And <laughs> just uh, I guess I'd, I'd let him out a year early just because at least he did the right thing and, and, and went back into the prison system. But, yeah, the paperwork mix up and he walked away for a couple of days, enjoyed a little bit of freedom. Now, he'd been sentenced to 23 years in federal prison, Cedric Gant, after pleading guilty last year to carjacking and branding a semi-automatic assault weapon. And eh, he's going to be back in jail for a while there in, in the Sunshine State. More craziness from the Sunshine State. I'm sure a lot of you, if you were on social media on Sunday and Monday, you saw this video of an Easter bunny getting into a fight. And it turns out that the man wearing that bunny costume he was fighting but he's also got a rap sheet antoine mcdonald's a 20 year old and claimed he hopped into action to help a woman sunday night but it turns out it may have been a fluff piece that unmasked his true identity and he was hailed as a hero and became like i said a lot of people shared that video of that bunny fighting it became kind of a digital sensation but he he later admitted to being the man behind the whiskers and wiggling nose but nothing about that it wasn't long before because of his fame from that video that he'd been arrested in three different states and had an active warrant for his arrest in new jersey as he was wanted in that state in connection with a car burglary so if you want to not be seen antoine mcdonald i don't suggest getting into a bunny costume and then becoming a social media sensation like you were the other day and he's Instead of being out on the streets in a bunny costume, he's going to be behind bars for a while. To Nashville, Jason Scott wanted to attend community college in Seattle. He needed a high school transcript, and he couldn't get that without a birth certificate. The only problem was that Scott is a transgender, and his birth certificate in Tennessee lists him as a female. And the confusion from that kept him from enrolling in college the first semester, and he nearly lost his scholarship. And according to all this, according to a federal lawsuit that was filed in Nashville on Tuesday, and in this suit, Scott and three transgender women challenge a Tennessee statute that prohibits transgender people from changing the gender listed on their birth certificates. Now, these plaintiffs want a birth certificate gender change to go into effect in the state of Tennessee. A spokeswoman for Tennessee Attorney General's office didn't immediately return a call about the lawsuit. Tennessee does allow some changes to birth certificates, including name changes, where a person has legally changed his or her name and, in cases of adoption, changes to listed parents. And we'll see what happens there. But more transgender news in the headlines here 
in the southeast i'm sure somewhere along the way the founders of tennessee probably didn't have this in mind when they got together a long time ago and discussed making laws but hey who knows what the founders were thinking some 200 plus years ago when they got together on the hill i think that's what they call the state capital there in nashville but yeah transgender rights uh, back in the news here this time in the state capital of tennessee a report has come out about south carolina i think it's getting a 19 million dollar check right now because of the 1998 tobacco settlement i saw this and it got me to go look up more remember it was in the late 90s when this tobacco settlement hit and now it's been 20 years and states are still collecting money for this multi-billion dollar result and states in fiscal year 2019 will collect 27.3 billion dollars in revenue from that 1998 tobacco settlement and the tobacco taxes. And these states will only spend about 2.4% of that $27.3 billion. And a lot of it has to go toward prevention and cessation programs, according to the report that this thing came out on. But it's hard to believe that on the 20th anniversary of that landmark legal settlement between 46 states and the major tobacco companies, which well, along with earlier settlements with other states, it required the companies, the tobacco companies, that is, to pay more than $246 billion over time as compensation for tobacco-related health care costs, and it restricted some forms of tobacco marketing and provided funding for national public education campaigns to prevent youth tobacco use. And I know the story out this week, South Carolina is getting $19 million from the tobacco settlement some 20 years after this thing went final and I know in the Palmetto State, that money going toward the prevention, and I think it's going to Medicare, too, something something along those lines. Now to Alabama and in Athens in Limestone County, the post office is going to be dedicated to the judge behind the Scottsboro Boys case. Judge James Edwin Horton a statue will be was unveiled a couple of years ago in front of the Limestone County Courthouse, and now the post office there in Athens, Alabama, will become named in honor of him. It's on West Market Street in Athens, Alabama. U.S. Representative Mo Brooks sponsored the bill to dedicate the facility, and he's scheduled to appear today at the ceremony there in North Alabama. And the granddaughter of Horton, and that's Kathy Horton Garrett, is scheduled to attend the free event. As we said, in 2017, Horton's statue unveiled at the courthouse there in Limestone County. The Limestone County native Horton is said to have had no formal education until he was eight or nine, and he ultimately was accepted to Vanderbilt University's medical studies program and went on to Cumberland University, which was in Cookville, no, 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 Lebanon, Tennessee, and then moved to law school down to Sanford University. Ultimately, he learned he earned his bachelor and law degrees from Cumberland. And then he served in the Alabama House and Senate until he took a Limestone County Chancery Court position, a later elected circuit court judge for Alabama's 8th Judicial Circuit. Now, in his role as a judge, he was appointed to preside over the retrials in the famous Scottsboro Boys cases back in 1931 is when uh, several blacks traveling on a train, ages 13 to 20, were accused of raping two white women back in 1931 as the train traveled through jackson county which is where scottsboro is and those defendants were all found guilty and sentenced to death but the verdict was later reversed by the u.s supreme court 
which stated the defendants had received inadequate counsel. Now, this judge was a part of one of the cases there that overturned one of the deals there. And in 1976, Clarence Norris was the only one of the men alive at the time, pardoned by Governor George Wallace. But the eight of the uh, Scottsboro boys spent years in prison and were ultimately formally pardoned by Alabama's legal system. But this judge there in in North Alabama, Judge James Edwin Horton, getting the post office in Athens named in his honor, in addition to already having the, uh, I guess, the statue there on the courthouse grounds in Limestone County. How about this story from Blacksburg, Virginia, the home of Virginia Tech? A drone company has been given permission to start delivering packages in the Blacksburg area. The FAA has given the green light to this company called Wing, and Wing is the first company to be certified as an air carrier by the FAA. Wing is owned by the parent company of Google, and company officials said they surveyed the community to see what kind of items they want delivered by air, and those items could include over-the-counter medicines and hot meals. So you want a pizza? You can just call up Wing, and a couple minutes later, I guess as soon as it comes out of the oven, you can have a hot pizza right at your front door delivered by a drone. And I guess you don't even have to tip it. Isn't that cool? Well, let's see if it works. Blacksburg, Virginia is going to be your case study. Major companies like Uber and UPS are trying to secure similar federal approvals for commercial drone deliveries. And the delivery service is set to launch within months in Blacksburg. And officials with the company Wing said they plan to expand service in Virginia and around the country, but did not say when that might be. It's a novelty. I I don't know how safe this thing is, but drone package delivery service coming to Blacksburg, Virginia. I saw this story from Florida earlier this week, and this is kind of an amazing thing to see. You know, in Florida, they have an endangered species called the Florida panther. It's a beautiful creature a big brown cat and in the everglades area of florida they've done a good job to protect the florida panther but this week on a busy highway in south florida one of those florida panthers got on the wrong side of a fence and it was right in the middle of the road essentially which is they don't they don't normally from what i understand and i'm no expert on florida panthers they don't normally get out along cars if they if they have to they just stay in the woods for the most part or in the swamp this one got on the wrong side of a fence a big tall fence that they've erected in florida to protect florida panthers and other wildlife and this one this panther was not sure what was going on well the florida fish and wild wildlife conservation commission sent a couple of officers out to help this endangered florida panther and, and try to get the panther back on the other side of the fence back into the wilderness and body cam footage that I've seen from WFLA television from Florida shows these wildlife conservation officers hurting this wild cat. And it's pretty wild. In fact, I'm, I'm telling the story here because at one point in the video, one of the wildlife officers was in a truck and was slowly backing the truck up. They were trying to get the, the cat to keep going by the fence until, open, until an opening occurred. And the cat decided to go about 50 yards and then just kind of plopped down and took a little break. (laughs) And the officers had shut down this highway to make sure that the cat didn't get hit by a car. And ultimately, one of these wildlife resource officers started walking really close to the cat, clapping their hands, trying to get the cat, the Florida panther, to do something. And that cat, it started hissing within about 10 feet of this 
Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission officer. Now, I don't know who this officer is, but uh, my goodness, I, what what brave, brave work. I know one of them was an officer named Rubenstein. I don't not sure if that was the one with the body cam that I saw, but that officer didn't run. I'll tell you what, if a, if a Florida panther is within about 10 feet of me and it starts hissing at me and making all kind of crazy noises, I'm going the other direction, which is probably not a smart thing, frankly. I'm sure that's not a smart thing to do at all, but kudos. Ultimately, they were able to get that cat a few more, a couple of more yards down the fence path and it found an opening and went back out in the wilderness and it's all safe and all good. But another great job by the men in blue or dark green in this case, since they're with the wildlife agency in Florida, but a great job there by all of our law, law enforcement across the South. And finally, as we wrap up our headlines from throughout the South, I can't really tell you this story without letting you hear the video. Okay. This has to do with Dyersburg, Tennessee and Northwest Tennessee, West Tennessee, that portion of the state and a 32 year old father of two who's never flown on a plane or been north of Kentucky. And by the way, Dyersburg is about 15 miles from the Kentucky line, and he's never been north of Kentucky. It's only about another hour up into uh, Illinois from where Dyersburg is. And he's never been north of Kentucky, 32 years old. He's been to prison. Guess what? He just won $2 million from the Tennessee lottery for Timothy Surratt of Dyersburg, Tennessee. Now, He's going to take home the cash payout, $1.3 million after taxes for Mr. Surratt. Now, it's one thing to tell you about the story. You, you just got to hear Timothy Surratt talk and uh, enjoy this one here. This is courtesy of WREG Television from Memphis, which caught up with Tennessee's latest millionaire. Well, I mean, I've never owned a house. So, I mean, that's the first thing. I'm going to pay my mom's house off. I want to take my kids to Disney World. Because, I mean, that would just freaking plum out. And after that? So I'd like to invest and keep it rolling, and i just blow all of it, blow through it. He bought the winning ticket at Tiger Market Number 2 on St. John Avenue. As you can see, the owner is proud of the win, and he's also proud of all the other winning tickets he sold. People thinking that this story is lucky. Surratt paid 25 bucks for the ticket on Tuesday and scratched it in his car. A girl walked up to my window that I know was talking to me, and she said, what are you doing? And I looked, and I looked at her, and I said, I just won $2 million. And she said, you're full of That's night. <laughs> he couldn't believe it, particularly after the life he's had. He spent seven years in prison for burglary. Everybody has rough patches in their life. Got out in 2013 and says he turned his life around before his kids were born. I've worked the entire time I've been out. And he says he's not going to stop now or change who he is. Might have a lot of money, but I'm still a redneck. You know, I've always been a redneck. That ain't never going to change. Just his bank account. <laughs> Isn't that funny stuff there? I'm still a redneck. And you know what? I'm not a millionaire, but I'm, I'm a redneck too. And we want to congratulate Timothy Surratt. Good, good luck and, and a great job there winning a bunch of money in the Tennessee lottery. Well, that is all we have in our news headlines. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll bring on our friend Jonathan Lifeite. He's got the complete ACC sports report. We'll start off with some basketball news, some golf news, and we'll also get the latest in college football from Jonathan Lifeite, all with an ACC bent. That's coming up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent.
Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T dot com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. Continuing on with the Y'all Show on this Wednesday, it's our ACC Report. We welcome in from 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital, Jonathan Leifite. And the song playing there in the background, a little up with the white and gold, celebrating Georgia Tech winning the 2019 ACC Men's Golf Tournament. Jonathan, a tech guy. And how about the Jackets getting a big win on the golf course, a program that's got a lot of proud golf alums. Yeah, they uh, now tied overall, all time, the, the most ACC championships in history, tying Wake Forest. And they also set a course record on uh, on this particular occasion, and as well as, I believe, uh, like a 15-shot uh, lead over Virginia. All right. Well, Georgia Tech picking up the men's title. Well, other honors coming in in ACC in terms of the sport of golf. No surprise here that Wake Forest would win the Women's Golf Championship this past weekend in their tournament held in Greensboro, I think is where it was, at Sedgefield Country Club. But what was really kind of amazing here is the young lady who plays for Wake Forest who recently won the Augusta National Amateur Champion, and she's also the NCAA champ right now, Jennifer Cupcho. She wasn't really the reason that Wake Forest took on the championship. There were other great golfers on Wake Forest teams, which helped them win the ACC women's golf title. Yeah, they actually ended up with the two top individual finishers. So they did a very good job in terms of having a team win. So 
the two of those did a great job. Yep. And again, Jennifer Cup Show, I think she's going to be turning pro here pretty soon. And, and you'll be hearing her about her. Of course, she's again the winner of the first Augusta National Women's Amateur and she won the NCAA title last year as an individual and just a great program there. I, I didn't know Wake Forest's win, women's program was that good. We knew about people like Freddie Couples and Arnold Palmer all being part of Wake's men's golf program. But Wake, a, a pretty amazing what happens at Wake Forest, considering how small of a school it really is. Yeah, they're, I believe, one of the smallest, if not the smallest, uh, uh, from an attendance standpoint in uh, Division One. Yeah, well, they are in terms of the Power Five. I know Walford College is a yeah. Division One school. They've only got like fifteen hundred students at Walford, and they've done a great job athletically. Wake Forest is probably what? What would you say around three or four thousand students, maybe? Uh, yeah, plus or minus. All right, Jonathan. Let's talk a little basketball. And I think I saw somewhere speaking of Georgia Tech. I don't have this in front of me. Didn't I see where someone from Georgia Tech is trying to make it into the NBA? Well, uh, James Banks filed for, uh, um, I guess, the draft. But really what he's doing is uh, what a lot of kids will do, is, which is file for it, go in, get an evaluation, let the NBA scouts tell them what they need to work on, and then return for their senior year. Mm-hmm. I'll be pretty surprised if he actually uh, stays in the draft, but I could be wrong on that. All right. Well, there are some other personnel news from the ACC. In fact, the story I'm going to lead here with on that front comes from Miami, where they're getting a transfer to the program from up the highway as Florida Gator forward Keith Stone has announced that he's going to be transferring to Miami. And Jonathan, I don't know if you saw what he put out on social media, but he put a picture of him wearing a Miami basketball jersey with the caption, I'm coming home, mama. (laughs) Yeah, he is uh, headed home. Uh, you know, he's like he's originally from Deerfield Beach, which is just north of Miami. So uh, he is headed back home a little closer. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what. I believe he actually uh, um, will be graduating. So uh, this will be a case of a graduate transfer, uh-huh. uh, not not a straight transfer. All right. Now let's talk about some future basketball stuff. Cassius Stanley, a top 30 prospect, committed to Duke on Monday afternoon. And that, according to ESPN's staff writer Jeff Borzello, uh, likely secures Duke's number one recruiting class standing in the country. No surprise there, huh? Yeah, the beat goes on in Durham. Uh, this will be the third year in a row. Uh, they have the top class, and uh, I believe the fifth time in the last six years. Yeah, yeah, the hits on keep on coming for Duke basketball, but that's that's a big deal there. Now, number two prospect in the country. Cole Anthony, he has made his pledge to be a North Carolina Tar Heel. He made that announcement on Tuesday morning. He's ranked the number two ranked prospect in the 2019 class as the top unsigned senior. Have you heard of Cole Cole Anthony? Yeah, uh, you might remember a guy by the name of Greg Anthony. I believe he played at UNLV. Uh, This is his son, um, and he will be uh, playing uh, at North Carolina. So um, he... uh, Got down to a Final Four um, of uh, Oregon, Notre Dame, and Georgetown, and, of course, North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, and then picked North Carolina out of that group. All right, some future prospects in the ACC basketball-wise. Now to some football-wise. Jonathan, I picked up a story from Bleacher Report about Lewis Headley, and he is a 25-year-old Australian who's going to be a punter 
for the Miami Hurricanes football program. And if you want to know who he is out on the football field this fall, it's not going to be because he's 25 years old. Nothing wrong with 25 years old players. It's the fact that he's got tattoos everywhere. Yeah, he is uh, definitely does not look like your standard college student. Um, As you mentioned, he's 25 years old. But if you look at the pictures of him uh, with that mustache and, and sometimes he wears a hat and whatnot, Guy looks like he's about 30-something, so uh, looks a lot older than he is. And uh, uh, he should probably be uh, an interesting character uh, coming in from Australia. Seems like any time you get an Australian guy in, uh, Georgia Tech had a guy, um, uh, Adam Gotsis, that came in, and he was quite the character. And and uh, I, this guy already is, is, uh, strikes me as yet another guy that will have a lot of character coming in and uh, playing in the ACC. Yeah, and I'm looking at a picture of him. You know, Jonathan, I don't usually like to look at grown men with their shirts off, but he has tattoos, and, and he's a white guy. He's from Australia, so his tattoos are a lot more colorful and a lot more visible, I guess. And he's got them all over his entire torso, on his arms, and most of his neck. I guess he doesn't have them on, the, on his face that I can see. Maybe that's a tattoo of his mustache. That's not a real mustache. Maybe that's just a tattoo. <laughs> I, I think the mustache is real, but the, the tattoos, uh, yeah, definitely go all the way from his neck all the way down his torso. He's uh, he's fully tattooed, that's yeah, for sure. Lewis Headley, again, going to be a punter for the Miami Hurricanes this fall. Now, speaking of the Canes, their former head coach, Mark Rick, he was in the headlines over the weekend. He made his first public comment since he stepped down as Miami's head coach back in December. And we found out that Mark Rick is going into the broadcast booth, or at least part of the upcoming ACC network. He'll have a role with that. Jonathan, is this a little surprising for you to see Coach Rick in a television role? No, not really. He uh, he has kind of the personality for it. Maybe not quite as controversial as, as a lot of the folks like to see in their in their stuff. But the ACC is pretty pretty conservative group. They'll, they're going to put folks on the ACC network that are going to represent the brand well and not be much of a risk. And, and if there's one thing that Rick does, it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely does that. So not a big surprise to me that they would bring him in. Um, and then, uh, and, but, and, and also not a huge surprise given how things kind of ended there at Miami that he's basically telling us I'm done. No more coaching. Yeah. He also confessed that, that he's not looking to get another coaching gig anytime soon. And of course it's good, good uh, good executive decisions there with espn because let's be honest with you with his long history in the sec mark rick talking on the acc network channel is going to bring in probably viewers who may not normally be watching acc stuff just to hear what he has to say that's very possible um yeah to your point uh he did uh did have a long tenure at that school up the road, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless yeah up the road but down beneath you figuratively speaking uh, right no uh, yeah way so. way down beneath you all right let's talk yeah. a little acc baseball right now looking at the different divisions in the atlantic side of the acc louisville is on top of that with a 15 and 6 mark nc state 13 and 8 clemson which has been right up there at the top they're really struggling these days they are 11 and 10 and they've Col- lost uh, seven in a row now. Yeah, they sure have. They're not doing too good there for Monty Lee. On the coastal side of the ACC, the Tar Heels have won three straight, and they are tied with Georgia Tech in the standings of the Coastal Division. 
and Tech's on a two-game win streak. The Canes in Miami of Miami and Duke are 11 and 10. Pitt is your, I guess, worst team in all of the ACC in the coastal side of things. The Panthers are four and 17 what's going on this weekend from an acc baseball point well some of the teams actually are not playing conference games this weekend the acc does things a little differently when it comes to how they schedule things in the conference and so some teams kind of take a break and that's the case with some of the teams this weekend presbyterian the blue hose will be taking on the pit panthers this weekend nc state will be in south bend to take on notre dame clemson and georgia tech have a series in atlanta the alabama a&m bulldogs travel to louisville for a series with louisville the boston college eagles host duke this weekend You also have Florida State and Wake Forest getting together down in Tallahassee. UNC and Virginia have a good series planned for the weekend, and Virginia Tech will be in Carl Gables to take on the Miami Hurricanes. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we will continue talking with Jonathan Leifite, but we're going to talk to him about the aforementioned ACC Network. It's coming, and we're seeing promos about it. A lot of people are excited about it, Jonathan, but there's some questions that I want to ask you Plus, there's also a story out on your website there at CBS Sports Digital all about what would happen if the 100 best teams or top teams all broke away from the NCAA. I want to get your quick take on that. All that is after the break as we conclude this first hour of Y'all Talk with a Southern and ACC Accent. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text FIRM to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text FIRM to 84888. That's F-I-R-M to 84888. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms. Unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.
It's the Y'all Show. We're back here with Jonathan Leifite. He is with CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com. And in just a few months, Jonathan, the ACC Network will be debuting from Charlotte. It'll be in the same building as the SEC Network, but a lot of people excited about what this new network's going to offer. It's going to launch August 22nd, and some questions have come out. Jonathan, I know the ACC is trying to help clarify some of these questions. They've got a good question and answer portion on the theacc.com website. It's going to be called ACCN. That's the formal name of this network and so you can find it on all kind of digital platforms when it starts streaming and and available in a couple of months jonathan any of the other q a portion of this website did any of that stuff stand out to you uh you know i looked at it and there wasn't a whole lot that i don't think we didn't already know and uh um i mean it's probably gonna end up looking a lot like how the sec network has run uh, since it is, you know, it, it is it is ESPN, and they're doing the SEC network. Uh, financials might be a little different, or things might be structured, and but for the most part, I think the content will be very similar in nature. It'll just be uh, ACC versus uh, having SEC on there. So, you know, from that perspective, I did find it amusing that they they did ask a question about how will this impact my cable bill, and uh, uh, basically the ACC just kind of went. Yeah, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be free. You're going to be paying for it somehow, some way, wherever you might be. ACCN will televise approximately 40 football games per season and multiple spring games. So if you have been in an area of the ACC that you just couldn't see maybe the other teams in the conference, well, you're in luck. And I, I guess with this new digital slash and in some cases over the air or, or on cable, if you're lucky enough to have it on your cable system or satellite system, you're going to see just about everything that any team's going to be playing anytime. Remember in the days of Raycom, you didn't always have yeah. that, and that's not going to be the case anymore. Yeah, I, I, they'll, they'll have a – I think the biggest thing that I'm kind of excited about is it seemed like the ACC had a lot of uh, the noon slots that were available in the uh, uh, fall for football now they're going to have some more afternoon and evening slots that they'll have to fill. So the good news is, is, is you'll see a lot of movement, I think, from that perspective in order to get some of those those games moved around a little bit and maybe reduce some of the nooners that, uh, that we're always stuck with. And uh, uh, everybody kind of prefers the afternoon and evening games, at least I know among, among the folks I run around and uh, the fans that I talk to. And maybe, just maybe, Jonathan, with the advent of the ACCN, you're not going to see Thursday games for teams like Georgia Tech. Um, they'll still be Thursday games, unfortunately. Do they have any this year? Uh, yeah, uh, Georgia Tech. Their matter of fact, their first game, the opening game of the season on the ACC Network, will be at Clemson That's on right. Thursday. That's right. It's going to be like August 28th or something like that from <clears throat> Death Valley. You said it's going to be on the ACC Network, huh? It will be. How about that? Good segue there with Jonathan Lifeite. If you want to learn more about the new ACCN, again, they have a Q&A portion on the website at theacc.com. You can go there right now and find out. Maybe you've got a few more questions you want to find out about the upcoming network. Now, Jonathan, to your sister site there, cbssports.com. They have an article that I found written by Dennis Dodd. Why it could be, why it can make a lot of financial sense for the top 100 teams to break from the NCAA. And that would pretty much mean every ACC team would kind of go off and form this 100 school league 
Did you have a chance to read that article? And if so, what do you think? Um, well, to me, I think I think he, if it's going to happen, I don't even necessarily think it'll be the top 100. I think it'll end up being the, the power five um, because as much as, as, as the, the, some of the schools that are in what we'll call the, the, the group of five and the AAC, the Mountain West and some others, I think Conference USA probably falls in that category. I, I don't think they have the resources to compete. And if, if there is a split, I think it will be between the power five and everything else. Uh, so that in that case, instead of 100, I think it'll be 65 uh, that would go. And, you know, his point was was that um, among those 100, there's there's really kind of not enough money. And if you split and make yourself more exclusive, um, then you can probably, you know, get get more of the money that that is being distributed and allow some of the, you know, that to, to kind of fill your coffers up. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of schools that are making a lot of money and, and really having a, a big windfall uh, from from a lot of this. But there's also if you kind of get down into that, I don't know, 50 to 100 range in terms of revenues, most of those schools are just barely breaking even and uh, kind of keeping the lights on. Yeah. And they're, they're having a hard time kind of competing uh, in, in a lot of respects. So um, I, I think that's kind of the, the, the point that he's going to is. If you take out some of the the bottom feeders, then it, it leaves a little bit more resources for the for the ones that are at the top, and that will allow them to be able to prosper a little better. So, kind of another segue here. You don't anticipate a Sun Belt Conference Network or a Conference USA Network to rival the ACC Network? Uh, not with not not with ESPN. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, and only because of those numbers with the ACCN and the SEC network, you have all these humongous rights fees going to the colleges, and and that's why the rich keep getting richer. And in this case, the ACC is getting richer and richer. And I guess no, none of the member institutions have any problem with that. Jonathan, we're all richer because you get to come on here each week and tell us all kinds of ACC goodness, and we appreciate that. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. You guys have a great week. All right. Jonathan Leifite, CBS Sports Digital and 247sports.com. When we come back at the start of Hour 2, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. And then Precious Harris will be standing by in Nashville, Tennessee with the Nashville Music Line. We're going to talk a little country music and NFL draft with Precious. You don't want to miss it. It's all ahead with more of y'all. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also 
give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's AVANT.com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Good night, Mike. Welcome into Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Uh, not that far south. We'll just stick to the Northern Hemisphere, y'all. This is where we discuss all things Southern with your host, John Rawl. Good eye. <laughs> oh, we've got a good, 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 a gooder than snuff interview coming up in just a few minutes with Precious Harris. It's Nashville Music Line. We're going to let you know who's got new singles coming out, who's got a new album out, who's on top of the country album chart. You're not going to believe this one. And it's a, I'll give you a hint. It's a very familiar duo that's had a whole string of hits throughout the last 26 years. And they're back on top. We'll tell you about it when we get to our country music conversation with Precious Harris, which, by the way, this week, starting tomorrow in Nashville, Music City, unfortunately, music's going to take a back seat for a couple of days. It's the NFL draft taking place in downtown nashville right where the lower broadway and second avenue all come together right on the banks of the cumberland river they're going to have the first nfl draft in the south and we're excited about it we've got some special coverage coming your way on thursday and friday you don't want to miss it but precious i've got to ask her just what she really really thinks of the nfl draft hitting nashville this week i bet you she ain't gonna hold back so you don't hold back for listening to what she has to say. That's coming up in the next segment when we have 
Nashville Music Line here on the Y'all Show. Our number is 803-816-1170. On the web, we can be found at yall.com. And if you're not able to hear us on great radio stations or you need to put your podcast edition of the show on pause and you're trying to find maybe another way to listen to it, don't forget, you can catch us on TuneIn Radio now. You also can find the Y'all Show in the iHeartRadio app. So, so many ways for you to be a part of the Y'all Show. We're just growing by leaps and bounds. And maybe we'll outdo the NFL draft this week. Hey, right now, we're going to outdo ourselves with hashtag hullabaloo NFL draft edition. And I, I don't think I've got anything NFL draft related to pull on social media right now. Maybe we'll have it on Friday's hashtag hullabaloo. But let's start off with a tweet from Black Dog Friday at real underscore BDF band. They're music makers and dream takers warrior poets and beard gods and i'm looking at a photo and they are absolutely right on that in fact they also proclaim to be drinkers of whiskey black dog friday this is a band and they're heading back to austin to play lazarus brewing this is their announcement on twitter this week they say come on out for a good time hashtag black dog friday hashtag austin hashtag indie so they're a hill country indie band that will be at Lazarus Brewing in Austin, Texas on Friday. Sounds like a great deal. Now, Black Dog Friday is a group of four guys with epic beards who make dirty swamp blues rock and the heart of Big D. That would be Dallas. And according to their description, they have twangy melodies, a muddy slide, a gravel soul vocal style, and a pounding rhythm section and catchy riffs. And they've come to turn the music world on its ear and redefine what southern rock is again the band is called black dog friday and the twitter account is at real underscore bdf band i am not vouching for them i do not know what their style is or how well they are but it looks according to their social media profile and what i'm seeing there they look like they could be a darn good act and i can't again vouch for them about how good they are or maybe they are not and i've got to confess speaking of great beards and great music perhaps i haven't heard it but i saw the band for this artist the other day while i was at oxford culture wall he's got a new record called songs of the plains and i saw his band walking around the oxford mississippi square last week and they look just like they just came right out of either the old west or one of the great marshall tucker band or leonard skinner album covers great costumes that they were wearing and they weren't even on stage they were just walking around the streets but they also had very good beard action going on Coulter wall go to the website culturewall.com it's not a band it's a it's a solo act but he's got a heck of a backing band with like i said the great look and probably a great sound too and he's got a record out right now on vinyl called songs of the plains if you want to check out this relative newcomer and that's my country music slash beard report on this wednesday y'all show tanya caps is on twitter and tanya is a usa today best-selling author of small town southern mysteries and the website is t-o-n-y-a-k-a-p-p-e-s.com tanya caps.com and she writes on twitter this week on her twitter account tanya caps 11 welcome to the bean hive coffee house where the gossip is as hot as the coffee and she's got a book out right now called a killer latte a cozy mystery 
a Killer Coffee Mystery Series Book 6. So she's got a whole series of books all involving latte and coffee and, and mystery. So maybe that is right up your alley. Have a cup of joe and read a good book, thanks to Tanya Caps. And I wonder if Tanya's favorite drink is not coffee. It might be, since her last name's Caps, uh, Cap Sacchino. <laughs> okay, I'll leave the humor to others. Lacey Robinson's on Twitter at LaceyNFDA. And Lacey is the Director of Member Development for the National Funeral Directors Association. Okay, pleased to meet you, Lacey. Not exactly the kind of job I would want, but hey, if you're the member development person for the National Funeral Directors Association, then that that's a pretty good position, I guess, to be in. And Lacey travels the country helping funeral directors help families. Kentucky is my home, hashtag BBN. And that's not some kind of funeral home speak there. That would be Big Blue Nation, as in Kentucky Wildcats. And Lacey on Twitter is at LaceyNFDA. Now, Lacey was just in the Louisville airport this week, and Lacey took a picture, put it out of a sign at Louisville's airport that has a big sign that says Mint Julep Month right there in the terminal at Louisville's airport. Now, that is perfect timing because what's coming up next Saturday, it's the running of the Kentucky Derby from Churchill Downs right in the Louisville area. And you know, when people come to Churchill Downs and they come to Louisville, they want to see a horse but they really they really want to have a good time. And your picture there, Lacey, will help a lot of people have a darn good time. Now, I saw the photo of the airport, and I have never flown through the Louisville airport. So I, I did a little research. Let me tell you about Louisville International Airport. It is both a public and military use public airport in Louisville. And it covers about 1,200 acres and has three runways. Now, here's the reason I'm telling you about that. If you're trying to find the Louisville airport and you need to know the three-digit abbreviation code for the airport, for example, Nashville's BNA and Atlanta's ATL, Louisville's is SDF. That is Louisville International Airport's airport code. Now, where in the world would they have come up with such a name, SDF? It's because the name of the airport in Louisville used to be called Standerford Field, and they've kept that name now that they're the Louisville International Airport. You'd think they might be LIA. I bet you somewhere in the world there probably already is an LIA airport. That's just just a guess, but uh, yeah, good stuff. And finally here on Hashtag Hullabaloo on this Wednesday, an Easter-related kind of discussion going on between Mary Abiger and Dory Turner-Nolt. I think they're friends on Twitter. And Marie is, is actually, Marie Abiger is a Rhode Island native and a Duke graduate. And she put a tweet out this week that said, My mom, colon, I need to make some extra sides. We aren't going to have enough ham for all nine of us. The recipe, this size ham feeds 20 with leftovers. Okay, hashtag 2019. So the recipe called for 20, but her mom's word that she's not going to have enough ham for the nine people eating there. So, Marie, you got a real dilemma. Well, her friend, Dory Turner Nolt, is on Twitter, at Dory Turner Nolt, who used to work as an Obama appointee for John B. King, and she is a former journalist with the Associated Press and a Memphis native as well. And Dory put a response back to Marie. This resonates so hard with me. Hashtag Southern hashtag all the ham. Remember, we Southerners, we sure love our meats. And even on Easter where we have ham, ham might be the most popular meat on Easter, if I had to guess. I know 
chicken and maybe even turkey might be a big deal to some, but it seems like ham gets a lot of attention on Easter Sundays. That's just my experience with it, that these two old friends having some, some good times on social media with all that. And so I thought you might appreciate that kind of fun stuff here on y'all and go get you some leftover ham if you're lucky enough. But if you, if you want some good ham, I suggest you do not go try to catch up with Marie Abinger, especially her mama. Her mama did not do a good job, nor did her friend Dory Turner Nolt not doing good jobs preserving that ham out there in the South these days. When we come back on y'all, we're going to preserve some good conversation about country music. Precious Harris will be our guest. It's Nashville Music Line, and it's up next. You don't want to miss it. We're going to ham it up. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T dot com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair, but cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. We have come to the place in our love Where our faith must be stronger than fear For if true love is our destination Through every storm it must always be clear The surest way to get there from here to walk on faith, trust in love. Just keep on putting one foot down in front of the other. It's 
time to go to Nashville, Tennessee, here on this Wednesday, y'all, with John Rawl. And we bring on, on the y'all show, Precious Harris and Precious. Well, we're just playing a song there that was a huge country music hit for a guy named Mike Reed. But the reason we're playing that, Precious, this week, Mike Reed and everybody else that follows the sport of football eyes are on Nashville, and it's not for the country music that is made there. You're the home of the NFL draft coming up Thursday through the weekend, and about 300,000-plus people expected to be in Nashville. Hopefully, you'll be able to survive, madame. Do I sound freaking excited? <laughs> <laughs> hey, CBA Fest kicks my butt. It's only 150000 I was going to ask you what the numbers were on that compared to the NFL draft. As this will be the first time. It'll be in the in the South here this week with the Nashville hosting this thing. And I'm hearing a lot of different reaction to this thing, and a lot of it is not positive. I don't think Nashville really knew what they were signing up for when they got this NFL draft. Oh, my God. You, I swear, not even two hours ago, uh, in the office, Jess Taylor, one of my clients, and I, you know, Miss Jess, mm-hmm. her single dropped Friday. That you know, Nashville didn't. They weren't when they signed up. I don't think they realized just what a big feat this was. Yeah, is there an echo in here? I'm just kidding. They, they uh-huh. don't. There, there, there's a lot of people out there who are losing money because of this thing coming to Nashville. Oh, yes. And a friend of mine's involved in the building, and he's been working 18-hour days for almost two months since they got the contract. Hmm. And um, so I'm anxious to see. The biggest uproar, what started the the, the grumpies in the role in the role in the underground shaking is that they re, they pulled up perfectly beautiful cherry blossom trees to put the stage up downtown. And so the NFL felt really bad, so they bought 200 more cherry blossom trees to put throughout the city to be planted. So anyway, but that's what's a lot of people got people in an uproar because they said, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. They're going to put them back after the draft. So you're uprooting a tree that's been there for almost seven or eight years just to put a stage up for three days and then take it down and put the cherry tree back. So that's what the big uproar was. Well, um, again, it's been really brewing now that we've gotten to the week of the NFL draft, how big of a problem this has been. And remember, if you're not up on NFL football, this idea of moving the draft around only started about four years ago when they first had it in Chicago, the very first time they took it away from New York City. And it became a very big deal. And Nashville got in on the bidding and, and got it for this year. But it's it's going to have some country music connections. I know that. I know a lot of the honky-tonks down on Lower Broadway that are owned by country music stars kind of have an NFL theme, and probably a lot of NFL greats are stopping by there this week. Oh, yeah. they also been stockpiling beer for almost two months. So what does that tell you? Ah. <laughs> there are going to be a lot of uh, drunk people downtown. One of my – matter of fact, two of my clients actually work down at uh, Underground, Nashville Underground. And they said that they're planning on being – actually, one of them staying with a friend downtown so she don't have to drive back and forth just because of the craziness it's going to be. And they're asking anybody who could work from home on Thursday, Friday that usually is downtown, parking in the downtown area, not to come to work. <laughs> so uh, so that tells you that it's a full-on – but the best part is there's so much free music 
Dirk Bentley's free, and I think McGraw's free, and probably a couple of other more surprises they're planning on bringing in. Um, but I'm pretty excited, only because that everybody's going to be away from where I live. So I'm not to worry about the traffic. So, And I'm glad it wasn't Easter weekend, because that would have not been cool. Yeah, that's true. And again, we played to start the segment some music from Mike Reed. Now, Mike Reed played collegiately at Penn State. And speaking of the NFL draft, he was taken in the 1970s first round by the Cincinnati Bengals. And Bengals, he had, he, yeah. He was a two-time pro bowler for Cincinnati before segueing to Nashville and country music. And that song we played there, Walk on Faith, was a number one single for Mike Reed back in 1990. And of course, he had a lot of great hits that he wrote for others but he had a couple of hits himself and that was his best one there walk on faith and i know just across from where they're having the award ceremony or the draft this week at the music city center and precious you and i both have seen the display there of mike reed's i think it's jersey is on display there uh, because of his connection to writing songs and football yep that's it it's uh he's also in the national songwriters hall of fame too uh, but he's I said I met him in the early 90s when I first came to town yeah. uh, I actually uh, he was actually signed to a friend of mine's publishing company for a while extreme writers group so uh, he actually believe it or not he used to write in the same office with Rodney Clawson who wrote I saw God today so uh, they had because they were you know in the same office they had a lot of good synergy so I'm sure that he's probably got some mega hits even though he's basic he's not really retired from music he's just he's more on the songwriting side and stuff and not so much on the performance like he was one time because he's also an incredible pianist mm-hmm. so but yeah he's probably also one of the nicest guys you ever ever want to meet mike reed we're talking about well another blast from the past my goodness what a feat for brooks and dunn this week they're on top of the billboard top country albums chart with their collaboration project reboot and they are the best-selling duo of all time and here they are selling even more precious yes this is actually the 10th uh the 10th billboard the the top album they have for top 100 billboard albums this is the actual the 10th album of the top 10 so very kudos to them and i i, I, I guess i saw them back in october they were with reba I saw an interview the other day with Reba talking about Brooks and Dunn, and she she goes on vacations like down to the Caribbean with the Brooks and Dunn and their wives. Pretty good. Oh yeah, they're, they've been super. Well, of course, they've been friends for years, uh, even though they were on different labels because they toured so much together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they used to do the Mid America Truck Show in May, uh, but it was a month earlier this year uh, than it normally is. It's in Louisville, where eighty thousand truckers gather to see all the new equipment, the new things like that. Uh, so anyway, uh, again, Brooks and Dunn, this new album is called reboot and it features 12 tracks that are collaborations with other artists, including Thomas Rhett, Kane Brown, Brett Young, Lanco, Ashley McBride, Luke Combs, Midland, and more. And this is reboot. First time they have topped the album charts in 10 years. And again, as precious said, the 10th billboard 200 top 10 album that they've got and a great feat for Ronnie and Kicks, Brooks and Dunn. Here's another pla- uh, blast from the past, Precious, taking it back to the 90s. Billy Ray Cyrus is going to release a new album, The Snake Doctor Circus, via BMG later this year. What do we know about The Snake Doctor Circus? Well, he's actually been, uh, it was actually a concept record, but he's actually been working on it for a while. Um, 
it, the guy that 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 when he's been collaborating, put it this way, the guy that he collaborated with to help do it is a guy named Don Van Trosh. Oh yeah. And y'all remember Don Van Trosh because he also is the co-writer, the only co, the only writer yeah. of Billy's super mega smash. Uh, to the moon and back called Achy Breaky Heart. And so I remember a little story back then where Don got his first royalty check. It was like $12,000. And he's like, oh boy, this is going to be a slow build. And of course, then it took off in that next six months. And his next check I heard through the grapevine was $1.1 million. <laughs> so a nice little chunk change. So I'm sure he's still that's his retirement song, if you want to call it. If there ever was one for a songwriter. And I think, I think Achy Breaky Heart was Don Van Tress's only hit song, right? <laughs> yes. As a, as a writer, I don't think he's, he's never um, masked that success again. Yeah. As a songwriter. But a limited edition for vinyl, all of you vinyl heads out there, is coming in the works, too. Oh, okay. You know, my husband's a vinyl head. Yes. So, you got to know that. You can get more info at BillyRaySyrus.com. And some good stuff coming from the Snake Doctor Circus. Would you say Billy Ray, is he in the Williamson County area, which is where he lived prior to going out to Hollywood? Is that where he is mostly these days, or is he out yeah. on the left coast? No, he no, he actually have a, they actually stay here a lot, actually. Okay. Uh, because I know that Molly and her fiancé, Mr. Helmsworth, they do come here a lot just to kick back and relax, okay. you know? Um, but they have a home out there, which the home in L.A. is the home that uh, Hannah Montana built, if there was uh, ever such a thing. Uh, but at one given time, uh, Molly, when she was doing the Hannah Montana franchise for Disney, uh, her part of the merch, remember, her part of the merch per day, not per month, on a daily basis for like six months when it was at the height of the career, was one million a day her cut of merch from oh, Hannah Montana? Yeah, and I know that very well because I have a very close uh, husband <laughs> that actually worked with. You're company. close to your husband? No way. I'm very close. Okay, I had to give it away. It's my husband. Okay, he works for a toy company, and uh, they guesstimated if that's what there was the people that they work with. Yeah, so it's it's it was a good little chunk change. So yeah, she is. That's why she has got her money for retirement her parents made some really good choices yep come, uh, come a long way age. from getting married in the teepee remember that's where billy ray and his wife got married back in the early 90s yeah it was actually in park city kentucky about 20 miles from where my parents live in park city yeah. right by the because that's where it's called wigwam village and that's where my parents got married <laughs> no way come yeah, on that's a lie yeah. It is not wigwam village look it up yeah. i'm so serious that's the key and your parents married a long time right yeah, they were, well, they were married a long time, 33 years, so. Okay, and Billy Ray and his wife, is it Tish? Is that her wife? Yeah, Tish. Yeah, they've been married, golly, almost 30 years themselves, so, hey, there's the yeah. secret to a great marriage. Get married in the teepee. I should have listened. I've been married twice, and they've both, <laughs> you know, one was in a church, and one was outside, and neither one worked, so next time, teepee for me, if there is a third marriage. Oh, I hope so. You never know. And, and Precious, hey, speaking of me and marriages... I got to give you credit, Precious. You've been to both of my marriages, and that's hard to do. You know, when you get married once, that's a big deal to have a guest list and make it on a guest list. But when you make it to both marriages, you're really special. And, and in fact, Precious, you really are special. So congratulations. Oh, well, thank you, dear. Like I said, I'll be, I'm thrilled to death that I'm even uh, making it to my 13th year because, I mean, I'm, it's really hard to find someone who loves the music business 
loves what you do, you know, me and everything and be involved in it and just let you go at your free will. So I have to say I'm I'm a very lucky woman to have my better half too. So Yeah, and again, we're all lucky to have you here on the Y'all Show each and every week. We'll have more with Precious after the break. We'll leave you with this question. Who was number one on the Billboard Country Singles Chart back on April 24th, 1993 with She Don't Know She's Beautiful? Oh, what an awesome song. We'll have the answer when we come right back and wrap up today's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text FIRM to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text FIRM to 84888. That's F-I-R-M to 84888. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms. Unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol. Quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. What a fantastic song, taking you back to April of 1993. That song was number one on the Billboard Country Singles Chart. This is Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent with John Rawl. I remember that song well. I remember the album well. And also remember well, that was the year that I got to meet this lady that we're talking to right now for the first time. Precious Harris is our guest here. And Precious is the author of I Know Country. 
which has 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can buy and instantly download Precious's ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. Oh, and by the way, Precious is also a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. You can follow Precious Harris's blog at nashvillemusicline.com. So learn about the country music business and then have some fun with I Know Country. Precious, I want to go in your book and find out who was the number one artist right now back in 1993 when they sang She Don't Know She's Beautiful. Who who that be? It would be a Louisiana native by the name of Sammy um, Smart Alec Kershaw. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> he's a Southern boy. Oh, he, he's he's from to... the real South. He's from Kaplan, no, he Kaplan, is, no, Louisiana, he's, is where he's from. Yeah, hillbilly. I mean, no Kentucky. There's Kentucky hillbilly, then there's really hillbilly. But uh, he's a coon, a coon. They used to call him coon something. Coon, you know, because they, co- yeah, yeah, arse. Mm. But anyway, one day I walked up and. Uh, at the green room, and I was just messing with him because his guitar player had been playing for my client for like 90 days when Sammy wasn't playing. So I walked up to Sammy. I said, hey, Sammy. I said, I just want you to know, Gary, your guitar player, is amazing, and I want to steal him. And he looked at me with death in his eyes, and he says, you touch my guitar player, and you and me is going to tangle. Really? And I said, who do you think you are? And he told me he was a Cunars, okay? So I'm a Kentucky Wildcat, and I'll just – Give you a run for your money, boy. And he starts <laughs> laughing because he didn't think I would come back and be a smart aleck, too. But I'm like, I'm the only girl for 61 years. Do you really think I'm going to sit over there and just smile? Oh, no, it ain't happening. No. You know, but ever since then, he called me and said, hey, Wildcat. Every time he would see me yeah. after that, he would call me Wildcat. Precious. But I do have some good news before we continue. I've got to, I'm about to lay an egg. Can I please tell you my good news? No, wait. Let me brag for a minute on Sammy Kershaw yeah. before we switch over to more modern stuff. Is that okay? Yes. All right. This album that this song, She Don't Know She's Beautiful For, was it's from the album Haunted Heart, which was out on Mercury Nashville Records. One of my favorite albums. A great album. But Precious, you know what's so special about that 1993 album? It was the release of it. And if you'll remember, it came out on Halloween Day in 1993. And I'm sure you and I were both at the same party for that thing. It was held out at that old plantation house, which was east of east of Opryland. I forgot yes. what it might be. Elm uh, Elm something. Plant. It's, it's, no, Hermitage uh, Mansion. It's a... Uh, Andrew Jackson, President Andrew Jackson's uh, management. Okay. Well, they had the party for this album there, and Sammy Kershaw was there dressed up like a, a dragon, I guess is what he was, or Count Dracula, yeah. and everybody had costumes on, and they had an mm-hmm. actual, they had, they actually had a casket there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You remember they had a woman dressed up there, and uh, I thought she was somebody else that i didn't realize the costume part of when i first week went in i said oh who are you she said i'm the queen of your double wide trailer <laughs> and i'm like oh i've never heard of that costume and then i realized when i walked away you dumb dumb it's a song yeah from that same <laughs> album haunted heart but, i know you know you and i both have been to countless parties both for records being released and platinum records and all kind of cool stuff that has to be one of the best parties i ever went to the release yeah, of it is. Haunted Heart back in 1993. I guess it helps when you have an album tie into a an event like Halloween. <laughs> well, the marketing person at that time for that label was Sandy Neese. Now, uh, I don't need to say anymore. Okay. The same one who put the achy-breaky marketing plan together, uh, you know? 
Well, Sandy, great job there. All right. Don't want you to bust those eggs. What you got to tell us here in the days after Easter? Okay. Not before last. On Monday night, the last person to sing on The Voice, Guy Rigdon, sang Goodbye Time. Ah, Conway Twitty. Yes. And if you're going to sing it after Blake cut it, you better make daggum sure. That's a southern word, daggum. Dad burn. Okay. Dad burn, daggum. <laughs> the farther north you go, the more the words change. <laughs> anyway, that you sing it better than the original or the person who has made it famous recently. Yeah. Sure enough, he did it, and he took my advice that I gave you many, many years ago. Use your voice as an instrument. And even when the music was very low, he still had – you could still hear – him playing his vocal cords like a guitar or a very, very fine classical instrument. He knocked it out of the freaking ballpark. I am so proud of Guy Rigdon from Ritter, Louisiana. Actually, singer, but his dad, he was born in Ritter and raised in Slinger, singer. But I'm very, very proud of him. So, and Bowen's over with, but I just want you to know I'm one proud mama this morning. From looking last night, we had 9,000 of. Uh, views when i went to bed last night well i just looked and we're almost up to uh 20 uh 92 000 views well we want to 26 encourage anyway, everybody to follow <laughs> get on the guys rigdon army in fact got to give guys a little love here he recently gave us some social media love at our twitter account at y'all show and precious i know you're a big part of that but yeah we're yes. all rooting for guys and wish him well on The Voice. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I just love being here. And I'm sorry about last week. Yeah. I was, you got deathly ill, sadly. I hate yeah. to say it. But I kind of, thanks to your incredible team there, we found a way to get through it. But it's a lot better when we have The Voice. Not George Jones, but the, or, or Vern Gosden. Uh, and the giggle <laughs> yeah we need you doing this stuff but you were really sick and i'm glad you're back here in the saddle this week and, and able to tell us a little bit more what's going on in country music we're not letting you out of here quite yet though precious tell me about kaylee hammock she's a nashville artist on capitol records and she's earned the most added debut song by a female artist at country radio in more than three years for a song called family tree what's up with that okay well i got to meet her Last year at 10 Pants South, she was part of the UMG round with Eric Paisley and some of the other ones, you know, from the label there. I will tell you, she is, daddy was there and the daddy was just proud as a pumpkin. I'm just saying. Yeah. But just uh, her personality, she is, even though she's a redheaded, she's a, a ginger. Uh, a redhead, oh Lord. Redhead, yeah. Little redhead. But she has got a credible personality on stage, very humble, not a not a better than you bone in her body i mean she's just the sweetest thing so i am very happy that she is having nick's success um but anyway but she's been doing a lot of festivals and she's literally like been shot out of the cannon with this success with her first single but i knew it was going to be good because she sang it last year at tampan south and it and it captivated the entire room you could have heard a pin drop so i'm glad to see her do that plus you know she's up against her other label female is carrie underwood uh-huh. so to have those you know a power uh female at the label and have an upcoming 
power female coming up. That's a good thing for UMG's family, for sure. And she's going to be at all kind of festivals coming up, including Country Lake Shake, iHeart Country Festival, and the Faster Horses Festival. Newcomer Kaylee Hammock, C-A-Y-L-E-E, Hammock, H-A-M-M-A-C-K, on Capitol Records, Nashville. More new music to tell you about and new singles coming out. Platinum-selling duo Maddie and Tay are releasing their critically lauded and fan standout new single, Die From My Broken Heart, and that's hitting country radio in early May. What do you know about this song, co-written by Maddie and Tay's Mar- Maddie Marlowe and Taylor Die? Well, see, now they've been writing ever since they came to town, so I'm not surprised to see that their co-writer credit on it. Mm-hmm. But they also hooked up with some of the other, you know, high-profile writers in town, Jonathan Singleton and Derek Rutten. Uh, but anyway, but they they've been working on their project for a while. Um, so they, I remember seeing them on the pitch sheet last year. So this album's not just something that was just thought of and just put out. They have literally been writing, writing for the record for at least I know for a year. Okay. Or more. And the album uh, comes out April twenty sixth on Mercury Nashville, I think. Yes, Mercury Nashville, which is another under the UMG umbrella. But uh, yeah, you, uh, April twenty sixth is when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm because they are when I remember I was at their first number one party. Oh, my God. I can't tell you what the song was because they were so emotional. I don't know who cried more, Maddie or Tay. Oh, I thought you were going to say you cried more. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I had a I had a couple of my, one of my clients was with me because his, his roommate plays guitar for him. And he, he and I brought him as my guest. And his roommate was there already. But anyway, but they were just so humble. Just so, so humble. And of course, it was on Big Machine that the first uh, single was. But you could, I mean, literally, I think they had a seven or eight minute speech each and six of the minutes they were crying. <laughs> but it's it's heartfelt, which is very, uh, I'm not making fun of it for the crying. I'm making, I'm making a statement that's saying that they were so overwhelmed by the success of their first single right out of the box that was a little emotional because they've been coming to town put together since they were uh, 16, 17, Mm. you know, so they've been here together for a a bit while, at least eight years. So I'm very, very happy to see them obtaining a success again after a long dry run between label deals. What are their ages roughly precious? In their mid twenties. Okay. And they've been, you said coming to Nashville since they were around 16 or so. Yes, that's what they said at the number one party, that they had been, you know, really working for this moment for a very, very, um, that was about two, three years ago, maybe. Okay. So they had been working for sure at least five, six years before they even started. So they did have, because they came here so much, you know, usually it's a 10 year town, as John Party would say, Mm -hmm. because they were already here. So even though it was a 10 year, as far as you turn 18, you do 10 years, but theirs came early because they came to town earlier. It was still, you know, pretty good little while for them writing, writing, writing until they finally, you know, succeeded. We're visiting with Precious Harris, author of I Know Country, and that is where you can go find 366. This is, I guess, every day of the year plus one. And you can get a daily country music question and answer session with Precious Harris. You can buy this book instantly. And you can download it, your ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. And Precious is also, she is a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Follow Precious's blog 
at nashvillemusicline.com. In fact, if you're just tuning us in for the first time and you're hearing Precious keep dropping the, that person's my client. No, Precious is not a lawyer, and she's also not doing something illegal in Nashville. <laughs> At least not yet. <laughs> not yet. She she is what I just said, a music career development consultant. So her clients are folks trying to further their music career, and she goes around and gives them good insight on songwriting and also the, the ins and outs. And she didn't just show up in Nashville. She's been there 30 years on Music Row, and that's why we have her here on the Y'all Show. You're speechless. Well, thank you, darling. Well, I am speechless. You know why? Because you said 30 years, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's been 30 years. <laughs> I know. It has. 1989. Yeah, I know. I know. But wow. hey, hey, that just gives you more experience. You're not old. You're just experienced here, Precious. Well, that's the truth. Well, I'm hoping to have some good news next week on next week's show. I'll give you a little teaser. I've got permission from one of the labels to talk about and their new, their recently signed artist. Uh broken bow that's all i can say so i uh-huh. hopefully have some good news and clearance that i can talk about next week because i do have that respect factor for the labels that yeah. you know when they wait to release you know you really have to even though that you want it now and i wanted it yesterday and i want to lay an egg i'm so happy about this but uh i will announce it next week if i get permission from the great jay jones publicist for broken bow records next week i'm gonna tell you all about it all right well we can't wait now tell us all about what happened last week we were hoping to get the report just after the event you went to the seventh annual songs and stories for saint jude which took place last week at third and lindsley in downtown nashville i got the photos from it you were having a great time ashley gorley was there josh osborne and a bunch of other acts and you were having a good time then you got sick so tell me what's your recap of that if you can even think back to that time Oh, yeah. Anytime it comes to my Kentucky boys, um, Ashley Gorley and Josh Osmond, of course. But uh, I will tell you, Ashley did. Uh, Chris Jansen made a surprise appearance with Ashley um, on stage and with Wendell Mobley. And Wendell, oh, my God, I just love him. But they all were just, just incredible. It was Lee Miller and Ashley Gorley and uh, Wendell Mobley and the special guest uh, came in, which was, um, you know, Chris Jansen. But he was talking about the song he wrote with Chris and Chris. Just, so was that my 38th number one, our song, you know, that they together and Ashley just as calm and smooth as it is. He goes, no, that was my 39th <laughs> <laughs> as a songwriter. So, uh, yeah, come on, Kentucky. We need a street named after him in Danville. Danville's where it's from. Yes. And he has surpassed the Lennon McCartney team of number one songs. As songwriter, and they held the world's record. So he is fixing to break the world's record for number one as a songwriter. Wow, that's pretty, pretty good for Kentucky, which a lot of people didn't even know they could write songs up there. They just, no, exactly. I feel you, baby. Yeah. I feel you. Now they got some good singers. Yeah. Darn yeah, good singers they, come out of Kentucky. I think they raised one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars that night. Wow, all going to St. Jude in Memphis, Tennessee, and, and yes. Precious was there. And again, it was just after that you kind of got a little bit under the weather, and we couldn't have you on last week, but we're getting our payback here with you. Hey, we want to give a special shout-out to a couple of country music artists who've had birthdays coming up this week. A Kentucky girl, Rebecca Lynn Howard, born 1979. I guess she's turning 40 years old. She's from Sailorsville, Kentucky, and I believe her song was it Forgive or yes yeah it was, she was like a one-hit wonder when she yeah, was out but, but as a songwriter she's actually got a cut on uh brandy um okay 
oh my gosh, not Brandy Carlisle. There's another girl named Brandy um, on her album, but she's actually in the studio last week producing a newcomer by the name of Kelsey May, which is also from Kentucky. So, um, yeah, and then, of course, we've got uh, Roy Feek, which is uh, April 25th, but he's not from Kentucky. But I used to be his nanny when I did Chicken Soup with the Country Soul for his really? two girls. Hide in Hopi, yes. Oh, wow. Joe and Roy, of course, his late wife, who was well-documented. Her struggle with, I guess, cancer is what she had. She died a couple of years ago, which was way too young for her passage. Uh, yes. Just a terrible loss there because that was a very talented duo, husband-wife duo, the Feeks. But I think Roar is still out there making music and appearing on television shows from time to time. Yeah, only only when he's literally really, really led to it because he said it's so hard to perform without her because they were such – if there ever was – you know, the Bible talks about as one – uh, if there ever was one joined together to be one, it's these two for sure. Yeah. And um, like I said, he shares every once in a while pictures of their little girl, uh, Indiana. And then, of course, uh, the birthday, the next birthday is John Osborne from the Osborne Brothers, which is, uh, just had the recent number one song with Dirk Bentley. Um, so, yeah, a lot of good things happening from, uh, from Kentucky to tennessee and down in the southern states isn't it good to live in the south it is uh, the only place to live frankly the only place better than living here precious you know where that would be where heaven (laughs) yeah (laughs) well yeah that's close or savannah georgia (laughs) (laughs) now come on i i like savannah i really like savannah but i love savannah i can't uh, quite architecture equal it to heaven okay no you can't it's close ever was that it is. There's a heaven on earth, though. I love the architecture in Savannah. Well, Savannah's good, and right across the river is where I want to end up living one day, Bluffton and Hilton Head. That's a great place, too, just across the Savannah River from Savannah. Of course, Charleston, South Carolina is a place near and dear to me. Hey, any yes. place that's got electricity and I don't get wet when I sleep at night is a pretty good place to be, frankly. But, yeah, if, yes. you're, if you're not going to be in heaven, Dixie, somewhere down here in our 16 southern states is a is a darn good place to be. Precious, it's a darn good thing to catch up with you each and every week here on the Y'all Show. Kentucky girl and all that you are. We look forward to talking with you again next week. Me too. And look to see y'all. Like I said, I got some good news to share. I hope I'll be able to do it. I don't know if we're going to be able to make it through the week, Precious. We, we just I know might. I can't. Let me tell you, I'm about ready to lay an egg right now. So. <laughs> Uh, Precious Easter's come and gone, so you need to come up with a better uh, stunt instead of laying Honey, eggs. When I get excited, I can lay an egg 24-7. Well, I get excited. I don't want to tell you what happens to me. <laughs> yeah. Precious Harris, everybody. Again, check it out to I Know Country, and also go to NashvilleMusicLine.com for much more about Precious. Well, that will conclude our show today. Enjoyed being with you. Reminder, we've got a great author stopping by on Thursday's Y'all Show. Haley Evans from Knoxville, Tennessee, has penned the new book, hung up why you should put the phone down and other life advice i need to let precious know about this book that will be our interview in the second hour of tomorrow's y'all show plus we'll have our sec spotlight and some look at uh, festivals going on around the region here in the month of april leading into may all that on the thursday y'all until that time have a wonderful rest of your day you have been listening to y'all with the general john Rawl.
allergy sufferers. My name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms. Unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol. Quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.